Blog Talk Radio. BDPAI Radio showcases IT entrepreneurs, technology experts, and computer science academics. We highlight people with a passion for educating our youth in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. BDPAI Radio Show serves the BDPA members, sponsors, entrepreneurs, educational institutions, and the black community. BDPA iRadio, linking business, education, and technology. To the BDPA iRadio show, welcome, welcome. I'm your host, Jayla Cruz. Tonight is Tuesday, September 8, 2015. And our guests are Michael Wolf, VP of BDPA Midwest Region, and the Robinson family, parents Edward and Donna, with triplet sons James, Samuel, and Daniel Robinson from the BDPA New Jersey High School Computer Competition. Our co-hosts include Tim Butts, myself, Wayne Hicks, and Ron Story. Our studio engineer is Everaldo Gallimore. Our producer is Fran McNeil. And we are very excited to interview our guest today. So let's get started with Michael Wolf, VP BDPA Midwest Region. Good evening. Hey, this is Tim Butts, one of the co-hosts. And tonight I'll be chatting with Michael Wolf, VP of BDPA Midwest Region. Good evening, Mike. Mike Wolf just won re-election for a second term as the BDPA Midwest Region Vice President. His region is the largest in the nation, and it recently added a brand new chapter in Kansas City, Missouri. Michael has an extensive background in enterprise infrastructure leadership, engineering, and support. His work in the financial services industry provides him with a strong experience in business continuation as well as disaster recovery. He currently serves Prudential Insurance in many capacities as an IT architect and loving IT industry. Michael is also a full-time doctorate student with a rigorous schedule. He uses his non-work time to prepare future leaders in application development to feed the IT pipeline. He is responsible for training hundreds of high school students to become strong IT professionals and business, web, and mobile application developers. Our audience would love to hear feedback from Michael on the recently concluded national conference, as well as the vision he has for the future of BDPA in the Midwest region. So that intro in place, I would like to introduce Mr. Michael Wolf. Is he on mute? So we are waiting for Mr. Michael Wolf to get on, having a bit of a technical difficulty. 
We're going to work through that. We are IT professionals, right? We're persistent, and we're going to get it done. In the meantime, I'm looking forward to all of us talking and keeping the juices flowing about what's going on with BDPA, the new branding, and what types of things were happening at the national conference. If those of you in the listening audience want to text me or call me or shoot a note via email, let me know what your experiences were at the BDPA National Conference. I've had the good fortune of being a presenter there in the past, as well as being granted lifetime member status, and I fully hope, see, I'm always setting goals, to aspire to Epsilon level on next year. So those of you who are not aware of what Epsilon is, when you are focused and a leader in a particular piece of IT and business leadership, you can rise to that level. Also, within the BDPA structure, individuals can rise to various leadership levels, such as president of the local and director and vice president of the region. So we look forward this evening to chat about various facets of the 2015 National Conference. Okay, Tim, it looks yes. like we're having a little difficult, uh, still a little difficulty with Mr. Wolf, so let's go on okay. to Can our next, uh, uh, right, we'll go on to our next show and uh, we'll start Jayla off. Jayla? Sounds good. Excellent. So we are getting started to the next interview with Edward and Donna Robinson. So we're bringing Ron's story on to share the bio from um, Edward and Donna Robinson. Ron, are you there? Yes, I yes, am. We're here. Hi. Hi. Yes, how are you? We're all here. Hi, I'm Eddie Robinson. I'm Donna Robinson. the kind of membership 
in the IT profession where, you know, you're kind of encouraging each other and, you know, um, and and uh, I thought that BDPA would in, would encourage, would, would keep me encouraged as I look for my first few uh, technology positions. Mm-hmm. And, and what I found was I found an organization that was really, really positive and progressive, and uh, I, I felt a, a, really a, a, a part of um, something bigger than myself. Right. And what was the experience like participating in the high school computer competition? Oh, the high school computer competition? That's something that my – actually, you know, my wife, Donna, she actually discovered that um, the HSCC, the high school computer competition, um, that there was an opportunity for that. Let, let her tell you a couple words about that. What happens okay. is my 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 darling husband doesn't read his emails that much. So I opened up the email and I saw the opportunity for a coder's camp because I was looking for something for one of my sons who really is into programming. And so mm-hmm. when I saw that they were having a camp, I was like, wow, honey, let's go and let's check this out. And we went the first Saturday and we were – I was so excited because it was an, here's an organization that's teaching the kids something for a, a trade, a skill that they'll have for life and in their careers. Yeah, and what has been the most rewarding part about your BDPA involvement so far? Well, for me, um, for me, the most rewarding part for me was. Um, Actually, watching my kids develop as tech professionals really made me excited. You know, I mm-hmm. went to I went to school and I was like um, learning, but it was fun watching my children go through the process of learning, you know, coding and stuff. They're already excited about technology, but it was interesting watching them learn something new and make friends. and And I, I thought it was really cool how BDPA has peers, you know, people around the same age as them, but then also has the college students working with them, and also people who are actually uh, professionals and seasoned professionals working in the field. It was really a, a rewarding for me to watch them develop over these, uh, I believe it was about 24 months. Yeah, it's Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, 24 months. <laughs> 24 weeks in, on, you know, Saturdays, about 24 Saturdays. Yeah. Why would you recommend BDPA to other parents? I would recommend the BDPA to other parents because the benefits of my son gaining coding and programming skills to use now and in their future is priceless. I cannot express enough how valuable this organization to me personally. Every mom wants their child to succeed in life and career. Um, The resources that are available have to be researched and then pursued. This this organization has volunteers who are professionals in their field who share the vision of helping to make sure that their legacy is passed down to our children. And what they do, I say thank you, especially to Mr. Williams of the New Jersey BDPA chapter and Mr. Rivers of Bloomfield College. Mm-hmm. Now, directed towards your Children, James, Samuel, and Daniel, how did they enjoy the experience in being involved with the national competition and going to um, going to Washington, D.C.? 
Okay. Well, uh, this is James, by the way. I enjoyed a whole plethora of aspects of this competition, uh, from the social aspect where I got to work with not only an interesting set of peers, work alongside them, and struggle to come up with solutions with them, but also got to compete against other like-minded uh, professionals in an environment that was very competitive but also friendly. Mm-hmm. What about Sam or Daniel? Do you have anything to add? Um, yeah, I'm Sam. I agree with James. I liked how we were uh-huh. able to compete. And um, it was, uh, for me, I enjoyed learning all the skills, but I really enjoyed the competition in the end where we were able to go head-to-head and versus the other chapters and see who got the one at the end. The awards were very um, nice, and it gives you motivation to get to the end and to see, which um, is absent in many programs. Mm-hmm. How about you, Daniel? Hello, I'm Daniel Robinson. For me, it was a very rewarding experience. That not only did we learn a lot of things based with um, web development, such as PHP and um, SQL and all that stuff, but we also were able to show our skills in a national competition and compete with other people who have also studied the same material. So it also brought the competition and workspace into our learning, which also helped show how important it was and helped us reinforce our knowledge at a competitive level. Mm-hmm. What was it like to care? Hey. This is Ron Story, co-host. I'm joining in. Excellent. We were about to discuss, um, my next question was going to actually be, what was it like preparing for the competition because they placed uh, fifth place, which is really great. So what was it like preparing? Guys, what was it like preparing for the competition? Um. There was a lot of practice problems. And I really I like the practice problems because we used one from a previous uh, BDPA competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also did a lot of real-world application. Uh, we even had a couple clients over our uh, training training sessions. Uh, but mm-hmm. for the most, the most uh, important part for me was that we were able to do a lot of stuff together as a unit, and it really helped us not only to develop uh, relationships with each other, but as uh, help us make relationships from team to client. Daniel, can you walk us through one of your practice sessions? Share that with our audience. Can you share with our audience one of the practice sessions uh, in in the preparation for the uh, competition? What was the what was that like an average session or uh was like with you and your brothers? For example, one practice um one practice problem we did, it was a movie website. So we had to build a website just like um like Netflix. So basically mm-hmm. on the website there are movies and there's genres and actors and all that stuff that you find with a movie. And our job was to sort it out so people could easily search through our um, 
our website for different movies, and they even have like categories like prices and genres. And then they styled it in a way similar to a BVPA project, so we were really mm-hmm. able to practice the way that they would do it in the competition, and we were also able to work with our teammates and get a problem done. And I really enjoyed the experience and the way they laid it out. Mhm. Oh, excellent. I, I just learned, I learned a little bit just that quick. You know, putting together a movie website, uh, picking the genre, the actors, the film type. Yeah, a lot of individuals, other than just going to a screen and then put, you know looking for what they are are searching for and then clicking on it, the the, the engine behind it is is individuals such as yourselves actually doing the coding, the programming. Um, the, the page layout, um, th- that to me is really exciting, but it's also informative in, in letting others know that may have an interest in pursuing um, IT as a career and, and hearing the things that you guys actually were involved in, and even from a c- competitive level. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, great, a very enjoyable experience. We learned a lot from competing and also practicing with our teammates. Now, you're in there competing for eight hours. What is it like or what does it take to create a winning team? Well, uh, I'm James, and I was the project manager over our uh, over this year. I mm-hmm. found that – okay, yeah. Well, I found that it took a lot of – practice, and the most important thing for us was to bring bring our time down to completing the problem. Uh, to be in that room for eight hours without any, like, resources, it's really, uh, it can be intimidating. So when you look at it with uh, time to practice from the beginning, uh, you have time to prepare for that. Uh, the way that we prepared was make sure that the things that we were going to do uh, we knew how to do by heart. Oh, great. What would you say was your greatest challenge? You said the room with no resources was a, was a, was a, was, a, was a bit intimidating, as you said. It, are you saying that was your greatest challenge, um, um, being in, in, in a room and, and, and limited resources and in, and just you and your team coming together with uh, and, and agreeing on ideas and then producing a, your product? Or what other uh, challenges uh, would, would you say? Uh, our team flowed very well together. I mm-hmm. feel like our greatest challenge might have been uh, just, yeah, time was a, was a factor, definitely a challenge for us as uh-huh. we're all team. Let's say this on that, that would have been uh, probably our biggest challenge. Sam, do you want to? Um, yeah, I'm Sam. I was the uh, main front-end developer. So um, my in my, my um, point of view, what I noticed, our biggest challenge was definitely time. We agree with um, James on that one because we were able to accomplish our problems and things. But when you put the eight hours on it, it makes it definitely more difficult. So we were able to comp- like we had the problems we definitely mm-hmm. um in a longer amount of time, but yeah, so I'm mean, gonna say with the time made um part of it it made it more difficult. Okay, 
the time element. What would you suggest that um, in entering a new competition or another competition, how would you guys manage the time element? Looking at an eight-hour block um, once again, how would you go about handling it going into uh, a new competition? Um, well, a new competition, like a new website, like we did um, for an HSCC, we would do the similar strategy we did this year where um, we each take our own specialty and then we start working on those things with the project. And then um, we can put it together into sites and then we'll have our finished product at the end. Um, our process, uh, we spent about the first half hour breaking down the problem and then we moved mm -hmm. right into work. Uh, our SQL developer ran through the database mm -hmm. and wrote the statements required. And after our SQL developer wrote, uh, wrote what he needed, he was able to change over to the PHP team and really help uh, help get the functioning parts of the page that's just moving. All right. Oh. Yeah, like our, our process was very vital in our success. Um, well, what we need to do to be even better next year is we can continue to practice our skills and really harness them so we know them even better than we did this year. So we can do even better next year than we did this year. We know mm -hmm. it's the first Excellent, excellent. Uh, I just like that positivity there. That's really good. Thank you. Uh, Jalen? Yeah, I have another question. Um, mm -hmm. My question is, what would you change about the program in general um, as far as the competition is concerned and just the overall nationals in general? If you could change something about it, what would it be? For me, personally, for me, I feel the competition is it's set out in a way that if you're good in one thing, you still have a fair chance. And if you're good at another thing, you still have your chance to shine as well. So for me, I feel this competition is laid out in a very balanced way so that everybody has the parts that they bring to the table. I feel that there's not... I wouldn't personally change anything for the competition because this way, as it is right now, it's like basically it's more about how you work with your team. Some teammates do this, some teammates do that, but you all come together to finish the product and to really, really do well at the competition. Well, um, me, I'm Sam. Uh, that was the last speaker was Daniel. So I'm Sam, and I say I enjoy the competition. I don't really see. In my opinion, it was pretty. It was good the way it was. I, don't, mm -hmm. I wouldn't change anything. And uh, I would probably say this is James. Uh, I liked the competition a lot. I really enjoyed myself. The only thing that I thought was uh, the only thing I thought that could be improved was the interaction between teams. So maybe uh, in some of the works workshops, teams could work together to complete a task, or maybe there'd be some time scheduled where we could get to know the other members of the HSBC competition that weren't in our chapters. Yeah, I agree with that one, yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Repeat that for our audience again. That was James, right? Yeah, that was James. I said James, that, repeat that. Mm-hmm. It, uh, the only thing that I would improve would be to make more time for the teams to uh, socialize and work together. Uh, separate teams, like, unite, kind of. Like, the, the mm-hmm. different chapters work together. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I think it's really important for the students, uh, myself included, of course, to get to know the other people at our level. And it mm-hmm. also really makes it easier for us to grasp what's going on when there's a whole bunch of other people that are just at the same at the same steps as we are. So it gives us a better bearing. And it also, I think it adds to the competition, knowing that these people aren't just your competitors that you only see once a year. They're also your friends, and they work with you. Right, right. Okay. Uh, Jalen? That's excellent feedback. I would agree with you. I think that uh, those were... Great responses back to that question. Um, Ron, did you have any other uh, questions for them? Um, yeah, they had they, they mentioned, uh, did you attend many of the workshops outside of the uh, competition? Some of the uh, presenters, the um, speakers? Um Mm-hmm. Yes, we did attend a lot. Of, we attended a lot of the workshops. We attended the 3D printing workshop. We attended the Room for Greatness workshop, and we attended the coding and fashion workshop. And we learned there was a lot of different things we learned from the different workshops, mm-hmm. such as 3D printing workshop. And my brother Sam would like to say something about that. Um, hey, I'm I'm Sam. I'm into 3D printing myself. I'm building my own, so I really enjoyed the 3D printing workshop, where mm-hmm. um, where basically he had um, quite a few 3D printers out. They showed us and passed around parts and stuff that we were able to see. 3D printing is one of the most cutting edge technologies coming out right now. It's emerging, so it's 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 like vital for the people of our generation and many people in this industry's opinion to get exposed to this technology because it's the main. They call it the um, manufacturing of the future. And you do it all on your mm-hmm. own home. You don't pay truckloads of money to have it done in big factories. This is bringing the manufacturing to the consumers in their own houses. It's like they plan everyone to have on like a phone. So it's getting big. I'm glad we were able to get exposed to that. Okay. Oh, that's great. Did you get an opportunity to hear the Honorable Gerald Colin Powell? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, how, how did that um, experience, how did you take in that experience? We were very very excited to be able to witness this uh this event. His speech was very inspirational. Uh he said a lot of things he told his story which was very uh inspiring to me and he also he spoke to the HSD students HSDC students uh mm-hmm. And told us to always pursue our uh, our dreams and to never give up on what we have set our minds to do. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, one thing, one quote that's always that will always stick with me is uh, 
he said, get angry and then get over it. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> get angry, get over it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's really good. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I had an opportunity some years ago to um, spend uh, half a day with uh, General Powell um, in, in Philadelphia. Um, he actually rolled his sleeves up and we were doing some community service work, and uh, he was out there cleaning out lots along with us. And then he went into general mode. He started seeing what mm-hmm. folks were falling behind and pulled everybody together. And he just giving tidbits along the way. Um, it was kind of interesting because Ronald McDonald showed up, and um, he just wanted to, he wanted to get a photo opportunity. And, and Colin Powell said, I'm not doing any photo opportunities unless you roll your sleeves up and grab one of those shovels over there and get some of his work done. <laughs> so it was oh, interesting yeah. seeing uh, Ronald McDonald shoveling uh, some some stuff out of one of those locks and throwing them in a bin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very, very, very inspirational. <laughs> Say that again. General very Powell. inspirational. Powell. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Directing even Ronald McDonald. Definitely. <laughs> so, uh, is, uh, is, is the parents still online? Edward and Donna? Yes, Eddie's still online. Yes, yes, we're still here. We're, we're listening. Okay. So, I, I, I just want to add in that um, you guys hit a one, two, three punch with uh, preparing your sons for the competition, uh, participating with them throughout the competition. And uh, having them come back with a, a high ranking nationally, um, how did that make you guys feel? How, how, how did you feel about that? I was so proud of them. We, we were just—I'm so proud of them. They worked so hard. I mean, staying up late at night, um, just trying to. I, I literally had to, my husband and I literally had to turn the internet off <laughs> to make them go to bed <laughs> because they were so into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was so proud of them because, you know, I knew they could do it, and I knew that there was a desire and an interest for technology, and it's kind of a, uh, it's like you can't really make them want it, you know, but sometimes you can watch, you can watch your, you, you know, you, we could watch their faces light up as they were, would uh, find a project that they're interested in, and, and sometimes they would, they'd stay up like into the night working on projects and stuff. So they were really dedicated and really enthusiastic about these uh, different challenges that they were working on. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I was I was just really excited how how far they had come along from uh, from beginning to end because they learned you know they learned um, C, well well they, they knew some HTML but they learned CHS and PHP I'm sorry CSS PHP and uh, MySQL and they got to a point where they were learning it and you watch. You watch on the learning curve, you know, and then they got to a point to where they were really doing creative things with it, which was really exciting. By the time they got to the um, to, to go to the conference, you know, I was kind of nervous, but I was really excited because I was like, wow, I think they might be able to really do something there. So I was, oh, so, great. I was so when I found out that they did, you know, they came in, came in fifth at their place. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. I'm curious. Were you able to share any of this experience back with their home School district. This is why I was excited about your pro this organization because we live in Warren County, 
and they the school that my sons go to is is a it's a technical school and they don't have a programming program. So I was wow. really disappointed. <laughs> and uh, and so that's why when your organization hit the my email <laughs> I was excited. You know, um it, it's really interesting because uh, they actually don't have the, the computer program really going going at that school right now. So this was a, a, a welcome supplement to uh, what they're learning. They come to a good, a good vocational technical high school, but they just, you know, there's, as I'm a computer technology teacher, and what's interesting sometimes I notice that there are gaps, you know, where they'll, they'll teach technology up to a certain point and then they'll leave, like they'll leave programming out, for example, or they'll leave coding out, or maybe they'll leave 3D printing and they'll only have it for the gifted and talented group or something like that. So sometimes there's gaps in learning. So I was really excited to know that uh, that our kids could participate and really do something meaningful. You know, I like it would be great if they were working at, you know, you know working uh, like a, a small a small job or something over the time. But but it's even better to have them doing something uh, meaningful. In, in the tech realm, in the IT realm. Okay. So you said you said that you you teach IT. Yeah, I'm a K through twelve uh, technology teacher. Oh, great, great. Uh, so so your son spoke about that their excitement around three D. Um, uh, was it three D? Oh, was it three D prototype presentation? Three D um, yeah. printing. Um, are are you are you involved in that as well? In the technology within uh, Warren County? No, no, they they have they have a three D printer, correct? At the yeah. school, but yeah. but Sam is really he's ex, he's very much excited. He's done some research projects on three D printing, and he, he's mm-hmm. designed some. I think I think he's in the midst of designing a three D. Yeah, printer. at the moment. Yeah, I'm Sam. At the moment, I'm building my own three D printer. It, um, you can. I'm right now. I'm getting um. A couple of bucks the editor to finish it off, doing the electronic part of it. You can find it on patreon.com slash doctor 3D. But basically, make sure you document what you're so doing. Document mm-hmm. a good lesson for other um, other cities as well. Um, Say that again, Tim? Document what you're doing and how you're doing it. That would be a good lesson for other cities to look at. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. That's great. Yeah, yeah videotaping the whole process. So Yes, he's videotaping it all over my living room. <laughs> the process of uh, of uh, designing his 3D printer. Creation. I have a design. I'm just building it together now. That is really interesting. I'm even excited about that. Um, a great journey. Yeah. Right. Hey. Yeah, he has a uh, he has a Patreon account, uh, and his company's called Octo 3D. Octo 3D. That's interesting. Yeah, but um, but yeah, it's coming along well so far. Mhm. In their in their high school, uh, Daniel is in electronics, and Samuel is in electronics, and James is in engineering, and so this program was awesome because I wanted to make sure that Daniel, because he taught himself programming, uh, two or three years ago, he got a lot for it. And so the BDPA organization uh, helped me, mom, help my son 
get the background, the extra that he needed. So I was mm-hmm. really excited about this organization. Oh, Don, I really appreciate that because I shared that with almost everyone that I, that I actually run into with regards to the benefits of being involved at any level with BDPA. Um, even in my own professional career, uh, there was some things that I just didn't get in the classroom, and, and, and as new equipment and new technologies was coming on the job, it was the camaraderie amongst the membership in BDPA where some of the folks just say, hey, come over to my office. We have that system what I'm working on there. And it was some hours we would sit up in others' offices and even at some of our, our, our chapter meetings and presenting those new technologies. Uh, that, that, that is one of the, for what you shared, that's one of the pluses that you were able to identify that and say, you know, hey, let me, let's get our son involved in this because he has an interest and um, let's see where this will go. And evidently it's still, it's still building because they're, they're involved. They're involved in competition. Uh, they placed really again high nationally, and looking at you know round two going into uh, 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 going into next year, and then even currently implementing those things that they they actually are learning. And you you mentioned engineering, electronics, and programming. Um, you talk about an at home STEM program. You have it right there. Yeah, BDPA is very very important for me. For instance, it really ties in with what I'm learning. On my own, as well as it also advances my skills in software development. For instance, like just to practice for the BDPA competition for the history question, I made up a quiz website real quick and I sent it to my teammates so we could practice before we took that part of the test. And once I used that program, I was able to memorize all the questions that I had in my pool. And I got ended up with a perfect score. We um, got our perfect five out of five score when we did our um, oral test when we did the competition. So it really helped our team. Um, also, BDPA, with their software development and the skills that they're learning, teaching through the HSCT program, I was able to finally learn PHP. I was, I was starting to learn that last year, and this also reinforced what I was starting to learn as last year as well. So I feel it's kind of interesting. So it's I'm also making a game right now because I'm I'm skilled with um, in C++ development. You can find my game at GangrenStudios.com. It's called High Flyer. I've sold copies to people as well. So I'm still developing that and also helps with my skills as a software developer. Okay. I'd like to talk to you guys offline because um, – Twofold, um, a good buddy of mine, um, he has a company called Joycatcher. You get an opportunity to take a look at that, um, um, what, what Joycaster, what he was able to do. But he used to work for ESPN, and, and then he went with um, um, EA Sports. Uh, so and he, right. and he did a lot of programming and coding and directing, and he can give a good feel for the industry. Uh, with regards to um, how how that comes together in, in doing the uh, gaming um, on programs that are um, um, he was really instrumental in Madden the early early stages of Madden and going back about 15 years or so he was on the Madden team um, for create uh, um, sports for about seven or eight years uh, but those types of connections he's a member of BDPA um, are, are very very um, um, intuitive and very helpful. Uh, Jayla. Yes. We had Jayla. Um, 
we like to um, look at our, our other guests. Um, if you could use a uh, one of our um, close-out questions um, to round up this interview, that would be great. <laughs> sure. Um, well, yeah, did anybody have anything, any final thoughts that they would like to add before we round up? Um, I do, James. Uh, I would like to say hello to Mr. Michael Wolf because uh, I wanted to also say uh, thank you for allowing the New Jersey chapter to compete in the uh, mid Midwest Midwest uh, regional competition. Uh, that really that was really nice of you. So we want to say thank you, and we uh, placed third in there. So really uh, gave us confidence to continue on in our. Uh, our journey, so that was awesome. Okay, this is Eddie. Uh, uh, this is the dad. Uh, I just wanted to uh, say thank you to BDPA for having a HSCC uh, uh, competition, but also um, the, just the um, the Saturdays where we met a lot of people who were, you know, learning and trying new things on computers. I, I think that it um, it added some depth and some uh, some social interaction to um, what my kids are already learning and already know about computers. They learned more, but they also, because they had that interaction with other people and their peers and stuff, it, it was um, a meaningful adventure for them. Um, hey, I'm Samuel. I would like to say thank you for the whole BDPA experience because we were able to learn web development. It was a great experience. Um, me and Dan and James, we all specialize in a different area of the web development process. So Dan, he focused on the back-end development, so you know CHP and MySQL. I focus on the front-end development, so I know HTML and CSS, a little bit of JavaScript thrown in there. So now we're able to, like, between me and Dan, and Dan's the project manager, so you can manage projects. So between me and Dan, we can just sit next to it and try to whip up a website. So that's a great that's, that's a great skill to have, mm -hmm. and I'm happy to get that. Um, so I was able to whip, I have a website up, well, a website I'm working on, I was able to create, so I'm happy to help. I was able to get that account. Um, hey, I'm Daniel Robinson. I'm really, I, I very, very much appreciate the BDPA for their high school computer competition. With the competition, I was able to mingle with other people, staying around the same age, but also doing the same technological things, and we're also able to compete, as well as the skills I learned helped me with my development. So I recommend you check out my game. You can find it at GameGripStudios.com. name is High Flyer. Thank you. And let me wind it up real quick. <laughs> I'm excited to have this opportunity to speak to you today, those out there listening. And if you are not actively participating mm -hmm. in this organization, it's mm -hmm. not too late. Join today. Awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time out to interview and be on the BDPA iRadio show today. Oh, thank you. And, yes, and now I, I'd i like to bring Tim Butts on. Uh, he would like to uh, speak with our other guest, uh, Michael Wolf, VP of BDPA Midwest Region. And uh, we're going to wrap up the show uh, chatting with him. So, Tim? Thank you. Good evening, everyone, and good evening, Mike. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Excellent, excellent. I'm so glad you're able to come out tonight. Uh, where are you this evening, by the way? 
Uh, coincidentally, I am in Minneapolis today, so I'm a little bit from home, but, you know, Twin Cities is where I started, so I'm back here uh, visiting for work. Well, that's tremendous, man. That's tremendous. And I am down in Houston, Texas, so we are covering all corners of the United States tonight with this with these series of interviews. That's wonderful. I guess you heard the in the prior interview that the guest thanked you for allowing someone from a different region to participate in the Midwest competition. Oh, absolutely. You know, I love those guys in New Jersey, and they, they came in, they participated, and that is the one thing, uh, if you don't mind me commenting about the last interview, Please. was whoever did listen to that, that is a template for BDPA. You see kids that are smart, they have talent, they have ambition. Um, they also are surrounded by a community of adults that support their energy and they know a good thing when they saw BDPA, the, the young lady who was mentioning about her son, how she got the email and immediately jumped on it. I think that's that's a classic BDPA story because we are no longer the best-kept secret, as you know, at our last conference. So I'm sure you'll hear and see a lot more about BDPA and, and hopefully across the United States. But to the point of New Jersey, um, you know, we are one BDPA, and that has been – something that I've really, truly enjoyed from day one. Absolutely. I think that type of engagement is tremendous, and it keeps things rolling along. I sure hope that the children and the parents all become members of the organization and continue to move it forward. I'm curious, as we talk about that wonderful accomplishment of those, of those students as well as the New Jersey chapter, what were some other highlights from the 2015 National Conference that you could share with us? I heard, well, there were so many. Actually, I'm so happy that the, you know, my hat's off to our national president, Madam Pamela Matthews, and uh, the conference planning team and the chairpersons and everybody that were able to coordinate that huge event. I was very successful being in Washington, D.C. The key things that I saw, I thought the, the speakers were incredible. I won't repeat, you know, the... Uh, General Colin Powell uh, truly enjoyed that, and I actually sat one chair away from, you know, he was two chairs away from me, I guess, if I counted correctly, but the story sounds better if I say he sat right next to me. And it was just <laughs> very impressive to uh, hear what he had to say and to see that these people in, uh, you know, general status and, you know, major figures that will go down in history in a positive way you know, when you hear them speak, they're real people. And the fact that BDPA is a 40-year-old 40 40 year organization, we've been doing STEM for, you know, 40 years. It's nothing new to us. We just continue to do what we do. But then to be recognized by a, a General Powell who understands the value proposition that BDPA offers, and on top of it, we're volunteer-run. You know, we're an all-volunteer organization, so... These incredible things like the incredible kids in, in New Jersey coming in fifth place, all this was done by, by love, passion, blood, sweat, and tears to make sure that, you know, our communities have opportunities, uh, have opportunity for economic uplift, as well as just the, the volunteers that give back, you know, tirelessly. So it took those kids a lot of their own personal credit to get to where they were, but, again, they were surrounded by a community of, adults and others that made sure that things happened for them. That's exceptional feedback, Mike. I think that when you share that type of um, encouragement 
and that type of vision for the organization, it's a constant reminder that we are ever-growing, ever-reaching out, and when I hear the feedback from the students and from the parents like that, like we've heard tonight, it is, I agree with you completely, it's, it's a wonderful reminder of where we're going, and, uh, and your comments remind me also of why you got reelected. What is your vision as the newly reelected Midwest Region VP? Well, you know, since this is, by the way, thank you very much. You know, I couldn't be any happier. Um, as a student, I could even tell you in the same context as a student, BDPA not only benefits the students, but it also benefits adults. You know, I'm 32, 33 years in the IT industry. You know, I've had success in management and leadership, not senior leadership, but the one thing about BDPA offers in this regional vice president role is it gives me the opportunity to expand my wings and try different things, try different leadership styles, and really at the same time giving back to the community. So I'm able to learn and benefit and grow. Uh, I'm also extremely, you know, uh, thankful for the leaders in BDPA and also all the chapter presidents where, you know, being in a regional role, you think that you're there to give, but with BDPA, I learned so much from our chapter presidents, and hopefully I'm able to return the favor and, and make their way a little bit easier, a little bit uh, smoother as it comes to, you know, administering the business of BDPA. And so being reelected being reelected uh, is basically taking the first two-year foundation that Eric George Sr. and I have been working on. Uh, Eric was the original regional vice president after regionalization. We flip-flop roles, and uh, we've had very good success. We've had two regional leadership meetings, so we'll continue to do that. I spoke to Madam President of the Milwaukee chapter, Carmen Giles, Mrs. Giles, and they are looking forward to hosting our third annual Midwest Regional Conference in Milwaukee. So that's uh, late breaking news. Don't don't tear okay. the doors down, but uh, maybe that's a leak, right? Yeah. Continuing that, we're also going to add a hackathon, if you will, or a coders. I think we're, we're working on a name, but a coders revenge. We have one of our uh, people in Detroit, uh, Tanji Zimmerman, who's going to chair that particular event. We are looking at a virtual career fair. So in March, March 18th, the weekend of March 18th, everyone in the Midwest, every president, every officer, as well as any members that want to make the pilgrimage up to Milwaukee are more than welcome to participate in that. The second thing that we're going to do, as the young men in, in New Jersey had indicated, we're going to do a regional competition, an HSCC high school computer competition, again, uh, targeted maybe June. We felt that that was a great preparatory step, and we baselined it last year. We actually uh, were exploring live streaming video, so we actually did broadcast live Internet video of the competition. So we had interviews at the top of every hour, and it was really a good thing. The kids you know, had an opportunity to be seen. Uh, versus just heard through teleconference. So we're trying to expose them not only to current technologies that we are, you know, we live with every day, teleconferences and meetings, but then being able to add another element by being able to stream them live and do Twitter and social media. And then Except realistically, two, yeah, I'll get my agenda out here, Tim. I'm so sorry. we got two other things. You can tell I'm oh, so excited to talk about it. Uh we are going to do um, – we're really lucky to, in addition to being reelected, during the same time frame, 
we were able to work with an incredible group of people down in Kansas City, and especially uh, William Wells. And we chartered and rechartered the Kansas City chapter, so we can expect great things there. But we're going to look at trying to do a town hall during the October 16th, October 17th in Kansas City and do a big social media splash with Tech Expresso and some other individuals, and hopefully you'll see us uh, live broadcast from there. And, Tim, realistically, we're going to continue in the BDPA, one BDPA love, is we're excited to have uh, a few new regional uh, officer faces um, in the ranks, and we're very excited to work with the northeast, the south, and the western regions. And we're bringing on in the Midwest uh, William Smith, Jr., so Eric and I are working with William to have him come on board quickly and launch uh, support for the Midwest starting January 1st when his term begins. But he's already rolled up his sleeves and diving in. So that, continuing to work with the chapters and put together a real meaningful monthly meeting calendar are just some of the basics that we're going to do uh, going forward. So we're going to basically do what we do and then just do it that much better. That sounds very good. Always sharpening the saw. That sounds tremendous. And as you know, I work with Teresa here in the South region and formerly from the uh, Northeast region with Philadelphia and New Jersey myself. So I love what you're saying. The one BDPA concept is one that is going to truly permeate the organization and allow us to continue to grow and spread. That's great. To that point, in your bio I read that you're a full-time doctorate student but yet you still want to feed the IT pipeline. Share with me a little bit about that. How are you preparing future leaders on your free time? Well, you know what? I think that's – I can just answer that with one acronym, BDPA. You know, okay. my my dissertation is about student success and looking at four different psychological variables to see, you know, what actually defines success. Or, you know, kids like you heard from New Jersey, how come they're more successful than – others and we hear a lot of different you know angles on it but BDPA in is in of in and of itself has been doing stem for more than 30 years up to 40 years uh Dr. Jesse Bemley instituted the yep. high school computer competition right and so yep. we're taking these sites uh student programming and expanding it across not only just the Midwest but across you know the nation and as these yeah. students exit the programs, we see new efforts that address collegiate issues and collegiate needs. We had at the, the national conference, we had an incredible uh, collegiate panel that talked about, uh, we had two, two young persons come up and talk about their success. But there's just a lot of energy uh, in BDPA. So feeding the IT pipeline, uh, BDPA does that. You know, we just yep. really need to engage with corporations and find out where these internships are and get these students some practical application of their experience. You know, I've always said an HSCC student that's been in an HSCC program for two years, they can walk on any corporate, you know, corporate office and start coding without any, you know, hand-holding or taking baby steps or, you know, making them do the, the, the stereotypical intern thing like here, go count the number of books or rows, you know, they can actually get in, load up uh, an IDE and an interface and start coding with some, you know, with some of the best of them. So these yep. kids are talented. These, these kids are no joke. They're not the, you know, I took two, four Saturday seminars and we're done. You heard some, 
you know, some pretty impressive thoughts from these kids about they code in PHP. And I think it was yeah. either a parent or one of the adults said, you know, you watch their transformation go from, you know, the basics to the syntax to really starting to exploit the language and branch out and create things. And, you know, at the end of the day, Tim, all we're really looking for is for these kids to recognize the fact that, A, they do have options, and, B, when they get out there and they start making all this big baller, shot caller money as a BDPA yep. IT professional, you know, that giving back is going to be real key, but also that they have the confidence and the ability to do just about anything that they want to do if they set their mind there to it. There you go. So, you know. I got to agree uh, the with flip, you. Yeah. yeah, the flip side of it to the question you asked me was, you know, how do you do it? Well, quite honestly, um, I don't know how I do it. Sometimes my wife looks at me and shakes her head and goes, yeah, whatever, because BDPA to me means more uh, than anyone can imagine, just the vision that it provides and the options it provides. So doing the dissertation, I'm hoping to wrap that up now in the next, you know, nine months. I've had a little bit of a delay here the past year, but, you know, I've successfully completed comps. I'm going to be back into the writing scene. I'm already there. Nice. But um, bringing on a new set of, uh, you know, regional officers and, being able to refocus and re-energize. Uh, we're still going to be putting a lot of work, Tim. We've got Omaha that is looking to expand. We've got some interest in Des Moines. We've got about six or seven uh, cells of interest to start BDPA chapters. So as you said or the uh, uh, persons before, you know, if you're not part of BDPA now, there's no reason why you couldn't start a chapter in Iowa City or Cedar Rapids or Sioux Falls or Madison, Wisconsin. We're ready for you. You know, you just bring yep. it. You you bring some kids. You bring some adults that are serious about wanting to advance their career, that are serious about wanting to have options in life, and to really um, explore what's already part of our every, everyday life. You know, it's not yep. just software engineering. You know, BDPA covers the gauntlet of technology. So it sure does. Uh, it and sure I, does. And I do want to say I do want to say one thing to balance out the software engineering thing. I'd be remiss in it because I'm really truly excited about our new relationship with all of our our sponsors and our new yep. partnership. However, CompTIA is going to offer us an incredible opportunity if we leverage that right. It's going to be a two-way street, but if we can actually branch out into infrastructure and we can start. Um, a larger volume of students coming out of high school and even into college with certifications and those BDPA benefits. You know, you get 50% off of all the tests and other major discounts. So uh, that that relationship, I think, nurtured correctly, um, is going to be totally incredible for the organization for our kids. So I agree. I agree. In Houston, I'm meeting with four major superintendents of the uh, districts school districts and sharing that information with them. So we're hungry to take advantage of that. And, and as you mentioned in Kansas City before, I'll be coming to check you out. So I think as we share the information and market the opportunity, we're just going to continue to grow the brand. I really agree with you. Yep. And, you know, we really – another thing that we're going to do, obviously we have all the basic stuff, right? We want to grow membership yep. and all that. But I think being able to recognize volunteers, because it's easy when you're at work and you can tell somebody mm -hmm. what to do. But we really have some incredible leadership across BDPA land. But, you know, a shout-out to 
all of my presidents in the Midwest, a shout-out to our number one, number two, number three chapters, Cincy, Chicago, Detroit, and all those that for are going to beat them someday, you know, for now, exactly, the qualifier. But if you really have a chance to sit down and talk to the Milwaukee's, the Southern Minnesota's, the Central Illinois, the Indianapolis, Columbus, Detroit, Cleveland, these are some deep people. These people are no joke. They know their stuff. And when yep. you start to put that power together, that intellectual property, those ideas and thoughts, you know, it explains why BDPA has been around for 40 years and we're going to be around for the next 40 years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally agree with you. I'm one of the founding members of Southern Minnesota Chapter, my friend, so I know. As, there as you that go. Legacy is there, nah, that's right. So as that legacy is there and we continue to share that and the whole practice of getting out there on Saturday mornings and teaching the kids, it's something that's going to be organic, continue to grow, and more people that are listening to this radio show tonight, hopefully podcast this, share this podcast with others. Because what the family shared earlier and what we're talking about now is a natural roadmap to grow your chapter and grow the organization. So please. But I'd be remiss if I wouldn't look at the clock and see we're running out of time. So in the final minute, final few seconds, any final thoughts for our BDPA radio audience? Wow, you know, I've been on the show many times, and I should have been ready for that question, but I would seriously like to thank all the people that have dedicated their time to educating our youth, educating adults, and to educating our returning veterans because that's really the core of education where BDPA is all about. And I think many times our volunteers don't get the recognition that they deserve because it truly does take a village to raise up, uh, you know, an entire community. So we here, really, here. truly need to thank the volunteers and all those sponsors that have, you know, gone out of their way to make sure that those corporate donations are there so that that money is, is carefully redistributed through our BETF foundation out to these yep. chapters and to make sure that the kids yep. get the education that it's designed, designed for. Well, their fruit is definitely on the tree, mm. and we are definitely harvesting it. So I applaud you, my friend. I applaud the organization. Successful national conference. We were talking about it on the radio show for the last few months. Now it has come. We can look at it and say that's a shining example for a great anniversary. I'm so glad I had an opportunity to present in the past at a number of conferences, and I look forward to ongoing participation, my friend. Go ahead. No, I was just supporting you, Tim. Okay, my man. Uh, BDPI Radio Audience, thank you so much for listening to us tonight. We are running out of time, so we want to cap it off with that. And, again, a big round of applause for our good host, our good audience, and, of course, our guest tonight. Thank you all so much, Mr. Michael Wolf, as well as the great family that was on earlier tonight. Thank you all so much for being on. That was the Robinson family. And um, I'm going to hand it back over to Jayla. Thanks, Tim. We, again, would like to thank our Tuesday, September 8, 2015 guest, Michael Wolf, VP of BDPA, Midwest Region, and the Robinson family, parents Edward and Donna, with triplet sons, James, Samuel, and Daniel Robinson, of the BDPA New Jersey High School Computer Competition. Thank you to our co-host, Tim Butts, 
Jayla Cruz, and Ron Story. Thank you to our studio engineer, Everardo Gallimore, and thank you to our producer, Fran McNeil. Extra appreciation to Mr. Wayne Hicks, Executive mm. Director of the PDPA Education and Technology Foundation. Mm. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the PDPA Our Radio Show. I'm Jayla Cruz, inviting you to listen in on the second and fourth Tuesday of every month at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our next show airs Tuesday, September mm-hmm. 22nd. I'm sorry, that's Tuesday, September 22nd, 2015. Join us at www.blogtalkradio.com slash BDPA. BDPA iRadio linking business, education, and technology. The BDPA iRadio Show creates a vibrant communications platform that speaks to all BDPA stakeholders. Hosted by Fran McNeil, sponsored by the BDPA Education and Technology Foundation, and the Executive Director, Wayne Hicks. Produced by Everaldo Gallimore. Technical advice by John Melanson. BDPA iRadio Broadcast the second and fourth Tuesday of every month. Join us on blogtalkradio.com backslash BDPA.